Welcome back. It's issue 65 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm Prince Duncan, and uh, with me are my co-hosts, the Silver Sorceress. That's me, clearly, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. we also have Rumblebun, the Silly Rabbit Man. <laughs> I've never <laughs> felt more seen. Uh, just a no, silly I, rabbit man. Just a big old rabbit boy. Looking, yeah, looking, for looking, for, for looking for a carrot. Looking for, looking for my carrot. That's what, that's why my misconnection says on Craigslist. <laughs> Just a big old silly rabbit, rabbit man, man looking for a carrot. carrot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's Rory and Shane over there, and I'm Andy. We we read some fucking comics today. We're we're sitting in the '80s. We're still riding that '80s. But I gotta, I gotta say, we have officially crossed over the halfway point. We are halfway through the 1980s. Congratulations. We, Feels good. It does feel good. It feels good. Uh, New Mutants, Spider-Man, and Thor today, which is the same as last week. Uh, we're, we're doing a little continuation, a little finishing out. Uh, it takes us from November 84 through February 85. During this time, you know, I know, we got a few bummers. So let's hit it, let's hit it hard right at the top. Uh, I only really knew a couple basic facts about this particular incident. This is the 1984 this New bummer. York. <laughs> yes, of this bummer. The 1984 New York City subway shooting. Uh, so this guy, Bernie Getz, is the victim of an alleged robbery by four African-American teens. Uh, and then he uh, retaliates with an unregistered firearm and shoots all four of them. And it sparks debates about urban crime, race relations, vigilantism, and the limits of self-defense. And it completely kind of tears apart New York for a little while. Mm. Uh, apparently... Like, a couple decades later, Bernie Getz tried to run for mayor of New York. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Um, or or not fun, as you as the case may be. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was a whole thing. As I read the more I read about it to try and gain context, the more like snarly and like awful this seemed, like most court cases when you dive in. Uh, just like, oh my God, this is exhausting. Um but that, that yeah, like comes with court cases all the time because of the win by any means necessary that it feels like they do. Right. Mm -hmm. It's real, it's real gross. And, and the way that they get just like really bogged down in the minutia. I mean, you kind of have to, but like it, it becomes all about the minutia. Like what happened to his fifth shot? Did his fifth shot, did he pause before his fifth shot? Like how does that influence his self-defense case? Like it's this whole just fucking gnarly thing. Um, but I think it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. This was an interesting bummer for me because the idea of like, you know, it is the 80s and like the the crime in our cities was like a huge topic that they were like starting to talk about. And vigilante justice is like what all, all comic books are for yeah. the most part. <laughs> I don't know. It's an interesting like it's an interesting thing. Like we read these comics about mostly vigilantes except for the government sanctioned ones, uh, you know, sort of getting in there and 
pretty much doing it right most of the time. And then you've got Bernie Getz, who has an unregistered firearm and shoots four people. And it's not even clear whether or not they were actually trying to rob him. Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting two sides of a coin. So that's first bummer. Second bummer is actually not a bummer. Uh, neither of these the rest of the, the, the bummers are bummers. Uh, this one is, is fun. Uh, do you know Bobby Knight, the Indiana Hoosiers coach, Bobby Knight, famous basketball coach? Why would I know that? <laughs> I'm so I sorry. You're mad about yeah. even being asked. Yes, and <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yes, of course yes. I do. Don't of, don't yes. lie to me on air. Don't lie yes, to I me. Yes, I do. Fuck and? you. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't an improv bit. This is history. This is an, an honest to god history class, Shane. Every every session. Listen. Every <laughs> my some of my history classes felt like improv classes. Okay. Like, uh, and then Jesus famous... took all the dinosaurs down to hell. <laughs> he said, you were bad. You were bad and you have to stay. <laughs> we're only the, in the future. People are going to argue about whether or not you were real. Um, God. And I'll tell them. No. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Jesus is Rorschach. Um <laughs> No, Bobby Knight throws a chair across the basketball court. Uh, it's like a really famous moment. He gets really mad about a call and he just picks up a whole chair and he throws it like halfway across the court and he gets completely thrown out and like banned from competing for like two years. I don't know. I guess you can't throw a chair in basketball. Um, it does seem a little extreme unless he hits somebody. <laughs> yeah, but halfway across the court, it sounds like it was sort of an empty Sort of an yeah. empty space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm sure there's footage. I'd have to go find it. But I'm watching the footage right now. Oh you my just god! Throw please, a chair at, an, at a, like an empty basketball court, and somebody's like, "That's it. You're banned from basketball for years." <laughs> <laughs> you can't basketball anymore. Well, it's funny. He had he had. If he like would a attack history. an empty court. Just thinking, it would do if it was full of people. <laughs> He's an animal. It's not like he even does basketball. He just stands there. Like, it's not him playing. He's the coach. So? Yeah. Sometimes the coach has to go in. Sometimes the coach has to throw a chair to know that it's serious. All right. All right. He threw a chair. Okay. Okay, wait. Wait. Okay, wait. He threw it towards towards a group of people like sitting on the floor of the basketball stadium. And it like went towards them and like ran into them. Dang. He's still screaming at the ref. So, <laughs> yeah, he had anchor problems and uh, eventually he was let go after one too many uh, sort of chairs, r- chair heavings. <laughs> what? That's one chair too many, Bobby. I can't, think, co- you- I can't keep defending <laughs> you, Bobby. Do you think when he was fired, all the players got him like a chair card and a little chair trophy? <laughs> like- I know this is Indiana and pretty much anything goes. It's the Hoosiers. But God damn it, Bobby, that was 30 chairs. <laughs> <laughs> the people can only stand so much. Or sit. It's chairs. Oh, that's a good joke. You yeah, like Here's that joke. joke. Here's, are you guys ready for a good one? You ready for a good one to come out? A good on? A good hot joke? Come down the pipe? Yeah. <laughs> I need one, please. <laughs> What's funny is actually I was... Uh, mine was going to be ironic, but I didn't intend it to sound like such a, such a vicious... A vicious <laughs> slant. Did, yeah, a vicious takedown. That's a 2022 takedown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one more bummer, and then we can uh, talk about. I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I bet, I bet he'd be good friends with other notorious chair hater uh, Clint Eastwood. Remember when he screamed at a chair? Remember when he went to the yeah, Republican National Convention and screamed at a chair? 
<sighs> I thought you were going to say local local uh, Washington political figure local. Tim Iman. Oh, Tim Iman has also screamed at chairs. <laughs> the men who scream at chairs. <laughs> okay. Uh, last thing. We are the world. Uh, that song, We Are the World, the charity single for the, I don't know, the famines in Africa is is produced and released. Uh, featuring Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Tina Turner, Cindy Lauper, Diana Ross, and like a fuck ton of other people singing random lines in it. And apparently it's still the eighth best selling single of all time. They put it in like, um, they put it in like commercials and shit. So like, jing- that's how like, yeah, you yeah. get that jingle money. You just get it going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever consciously sat and decided to listen to We Are the World. I couldn't no. even hum it for you right now. I've just like heard it. Like I've been forced to hear it randomly (laughs) i don't know there's something about apparently they brought it back and recorded a new version with newer celebrities for like haiti and i like i i I knew nothing about that i didn't even notice that happening or hear about that happening there's something like both kind of like i mean i guess if it raises money cool but it's also like inherently sort of weirdly cringe Oh, it's super cringe. It's Didn't the whole Gal Gadot have... thing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, they had all the they had all the celebrities like singing for COVID too, right? Like that's <laughs> that was imagined. That's what I was yes, saying. Yes, they did imagine. Yeah. Yeah. God, I know. And it's like man, I would have liked it without the why don't you just write a check? <laughs> I don't need to hear you write it. I don't need to hear you sing a shitty song. Why don't you just write a check? Yeah. Yeah, write a check, put it on your Twitter. Like, that's much nicer on my ears. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. Anyway, this one was Thanks done by the King charitable. of Pop, so it's cool. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, But hey, let's, uh, let's, let's talk about some 80s comics. I know... Uh, we're probably not going to have too much to say about any of them, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I got I, some stuff. Oh, Shane's got takes. Shane's got takes. So I'll, I'll step a, out of the way for that. Let's start. Let's start with the one issue of Spider-Man that we read. Uh, it's uh, Spider-Man 259, and it's mostly an MJ backstory issue. Yeah. Uh, which I honestly, like, when I realized that's what we were going to do, I was, like, slightly bummed. But then, I don't know. I was kind of into the story. I was like, oh, so this, there, is, this is uh, effective. There, there are things about it and, that are really good, but I think unintentional. Uh, mm. so, and, um, and so I, I, and I, and I mean that, um, I guess derogatorily, like, 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 yeah, um, <laughs> like for one, I just do not believe that Stanley's grand plan was 20 years later to make MJ a real character. I think he had different plans that didn't come to fruition in the eighties that they kept doing this weird gimmicky game. Uh, or I'm sorry, in yeah. the sixties. Yeah. Because M- we kept missing... not seeing MJ. Yeah. Yeah. And then when we I finally just... see her, she's this like fucking swinging Hepcat actress calling him yeah. tiger. Like she was supposed to be like I... the end game immediately. I just do not believe that this backstory was written at the time and that and that the game was being played the the no. the groundwork was being laid uh for this 20 year later reveal um and so i i just i can't give points for it um but it, yeah. it worked as a reader who who did experience that unintentional mm-hmm. as it may have been yeah i still read it um yeah the other thing is there is something really interesting about uh notable chauvinist peter parker sort of realizing that a a woman that's been sort of in his vicinity this whole time 
has a story? Like, is it just a prop in his story? <laughs> I think that's what I liked about it. I think that's why I was on board. And yeah. I, but I don't think they got there. I think. No. And I don't think that, the thing is, is I keep calling Peter uh, a terrible misogynist. And on the paper he is. But also, that's, I don't think it's specific to him. I don't think anybody's no. writing him as as especially bad with women the way other characters in Marvel at, for the times aren't. He's just, he's just an embarrassing power fantasy. That's a little more obvious on the page. Than exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously Peter changes as the times do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure a lot of these characters do uh, as they're like, Oh, we can't, <laughs> we can't do that anymore. Uh, um, but it is funny and, and, and effective to see MJ just sort of be like, she doesn't develop into a 3D character. She's like, no, I was here the whole time. You were just being, you were just being shitty and had no idea about all the things going on in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like that works. That works. Well, and it's, it's interesting. I even, I'll, 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 I'll say it. Long, long and the short of the story is uh, her parents were not particularly happy. She has an older sister. Uh, her parents, I don't know, her dad wanted to be a writer and he was bad at it. And then he took it out on his family and was like, I didn't want to have, no, what's the, what's the, what's the, it's the, this quote was ridiculous. He <coughs> said, I never wanted a house or children. They're anchors holding me down. <laughs> um, and so, you know, he resents his family. They run out on him. Uh, and then, and then the rest of the story is kind of like about her older sister, Gail, kind of repeating the story beats of her mom and MJ feeling trapped in this like cycle of giving up everything you care about for a dude and having a shitty life and getting run out on. And she's like, ah, fuck this. And she bails on her family and feels guilt about it. And it's, I don't know. It's kind of cool. All, it's all of this is sort of contrasted with the fact, cause we haven't mentioned it yet, uh, mm-hmm. that we did last week that she has revealed. She has known for some time that he's Spider-Man, which is yeah. also makes this conversation that much more interesting, right? Like she's known and just wasn't saying shit. Just mm-hmm. being a chill ass fucking hang, not being, not making a big deal out of the fact that he's Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. Part of me, part of me is like. And Peter's trying to figure out if he can worm his way out of like, convince her that he's not Spider-Man. Like, what's he going to do? It's a really sort of. I don't want to call it. It's not tense exactly, but there's tension in this, in this conversation. They're both, mm-hmm. they're both have a lot to gain and lose in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for no reason at all, we have to constantly keep cutting back to Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin. Doing, doing Don't forget, a, there's a Don't forget I'm a Hobgoblin. Yeah. Hobgoblin's on the way. He's, he's breaking into a candy store. Oh, why is he doing that? Oh, it's because there's a betting ring in the back room and he's getting a 10% cut. I don't fucking care. I don't, I don't care. It's an about absolute Hobgoblin. waste of pages. But yeah, and all three of these, I think, suffer from the this kind of plotting uh, mm-hmm. pretty poorly. Where like, we have to sort of be setting up whatever's coming next constantly. Yeah, I and, just I get so and, I get so bummed when I'm into a story and I turn the page and it's like exactly. meanwhile with the side plot that you don't fucking give a shit about. We're yeah. gonna advance it about two millimeters and then turn the page and we're back somewhere else. Yeah, it's ineffective. Yeah, it's very ineffective. Uh, I do want to point out my favorite line in this issue, uh, which is that Peter is still a piece of shit uh, <laughs> because she brings up the part where like you know they kept missing each other. And Peter goes, hey, don't blame me. I was only told you had a great personality. And you know what that means? (laughs) (laughs) No one told me you were hot, MJ. Otherwise, I would have met you and found out about all of your really deep backstory sooner. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that <laughs> Peter's still a fucker. Peter's still a fucker. <laughs> uh, the end of this issue is interesting. I guess like they f- they seem a lot closer. They've shared some stuff. He doesn't seem to be constantly trying to escape having her know about Spider Man, et cetera, et cetera. But she's like, she says a line that I thought was was I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't know how to read it because I feel like we we lack a little like a little bit of like you know time time frame uh, like context but she says i don't want you to misunderstand i'm not talking about love and i didn't know how to read that whether or not she was like you know saying like oh i want to be really good i don't want to kiss you or yeah yeah or like i do want to kiss you but it's not love i just want to kiss you or like it could be love like i literally did not know what to take away from that line at all and then you turn the page peter seems to be like kind of trying to i mean he is technically in a relationship with black cat right now but he's kind of like oh man i don't want to go down that thought line of maybe even being with mj and it's like why not i don't know i didn't i didn't know what we were doing it was, it was a tough it read. feels like she it feels like she hard friend zones him there yeah that's sort of my because, reading yeah yeah but it also feels like like for one as modern readers we know they get married and for two mm-hmm. as yeah. as as present day readers we're still like this is the only relationship that has sort of been given legs. I, you'd have to be kind of wising up to it at some point. What yeah. a slow burn. What a it's a slow burn. slow burn. God, I mean, like, by the time this burns, someone who was a teen reading in the 60s is like... Has teens. <laughs> but yeah, has teens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let me... Uh, well, uh, let me let me look. I feel like we're we're gonna we're gonna like drop in on Spider Man a couple more times uh, in in the next little bit for the reading list, just to kind of see some important moments without actually having to read Spider Man all the way through. And was, <laughs> oh, the showdown with the Hobgoblin! I don't really care. Yeah, is this our last one for a while? Because I no, I'm glad that I'm glad we read this one. We are we it are checking good. in uh, one more issue next week. As, aside from yeah, you know, aside from the dips into the Hobgoblin nonsense, it. The fact that it they were able to keep this and like keep this entire issue for the most part just a conversation between two people who need to like figure out some shit yeah and it's just like a stroll through the park it's 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 good it's, yeah it's it's really it's tight. welcome very welcome uh okay new mutants uh having having completely impressed us uh last time with some very cool plotting with the demon bear. We uh, we threw more new new mutants in. We're gonna kind of read this continuous uh, through the next couple plot arcs. Um, and we read a double length issue and a normal length issue today. Uh, with I thought some I don't know pretty decent content, but the art started getting in my way a little bit. I don't know if you felt that way at all. I did not feel that way at all. There were a couple things where I didn't know what was happening on the page, but that was mm-hmm. because I was say, we... it got it got too frenetic and too busy, both plot wise and artistically. But that, yeah, that's I liked mostly it. What, that's mostly what I was experiencing. There were definitely like solid pages or or multiple pages where I was like having real trouble following. Like I don't know, just the logic of the scene. Like who's talking? Where are we? What is the goal right now? Like what's happening? But sure. it's cool content. Yeah. Yeah, I feel mostly the same. Like it, these were a little, these were a little clunkier. But the, but uh, underneath the clunk, or within the clunk, <laughs> deep within the clunk. <laughs> we'll uh, do our podcast after the podcast. Underneath the clunk, <laughs> uh, I liked what was going on. Yeah, we've got this. Um, the this double length issue is all about Warlock, Warlock's arrival, 
And also there's a slumber party with like local girls that they've invited oh, to, I guess, just like God. have some local friends, but they can't tell them they're mutants. But I mean, obviously, we've, you know, everyone hates mutants. We're, we're in that zone right now. Like there's prejudice and stuff. And so like they don't want people to know they're mutants, but they want friends. And so they've invited these girls who are kind of shitty. And they so come over. Incredibly shitty. But also, how do they not like... Yeah. Figure it out by the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, the number of like weird things they see, like a giant monster statue. They see the they fucking see Lockheed fly away, yeah. right? Like yeah. the dragon. They see the they dragon. see, yeah. Yeah. They see a crazy Lockheed. hat. Well, I've never seen a stuffed animal like that. <laughs> wow, your hat could fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so these girls are these girls are ridiculous. I kind of was sad there wasn't like a payoff at the end of the issue with them. I know um, it, it felt like it was just kind of there to be sort of a farcy gag rather than mm-hmm. uh, anything interesting happening with them. Cause that could have been fun. I like, I like the idea cause it would, we get a little glimmer from them. They're like, you know, we've lived next to, we, we, we've lived in this city with this school that nobody's allowed to come in like yeah. Willy Wonka. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, they do, they do the kind of, uh, Tired trope with uh, God. I should look up how to pronounce her name. Is it Ron? Is it Rain? I don't know. The Scottish it's, one is super devout. This guy, yeah, the Scottish one's supposed to be Ronnie. It's supposed to be Ronnie. Is it Ronnie? But like, yeah, but like because we're American, I think they're saying it Rain. Yeah, I don't. I don't fucking know. We're just. I'm just gonna say it how I say it. I'll look it up at one point. Blah 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 blah. But they do the Dude, they do the trope where they they uh, they give her a makeover and now suddenly she's hot. Um, rather yes. than being frumpy, as they called her, they literally call her frumpy, and she's like, a, <laughs> she's like a fucking wolf, dude. Like, back off. Yeah, back off. Uh, but yeah, uh, her her devoutness is it's one thing. I it's I think it's just so visually cha- not chaotic, but like it's so visually odd. Um, to see her in wolf form, just like complaining about like how things aren't Jesusy enough, and you're like, you're a <laughs> werewolf, like yeah, she has the you're... audacity to get weirded out by Kurt by my Nightcrawler, yes. and she's a fucking nasty half wolf, half person. Yep. She looks so Marvel much Wiki scarier says, than him. Marvel Wiki says it's pronounced Rain. Ah, uh, okay, all right, yeah, that's I'll try and say Rain. I'll try and say Rain. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a funny moment where like Sam Cannonball uh, opens the door and she answers it and he doesn't realize it's her and she gets fucking pissed. He's like that, like, I don't know. She that he treats her differently. Him. She's <laughs> like, she fucking sack taps him and she's like, good. I hope you like that. <laughs> uh, but outside of the like, I don't know, teen shenanigans, um, this is Warlock's arrival. And I want to yeah. talk about something. This is. You want to talk about ex- naked Sam? You talk about, about naked teens. Well, I'll I'll leave space right now if you want to talk about if you want to talk about Sam. I I don't necessarily want to talk about Sam, but like any excuse to put naked X Men into their comics, yeah, yeah, constantly. I did not realize there would be so much nudity. He shrugs clothes like a little yeah. stalk of corn and flies he, around. One hundred percent shucks his clothes off. Flies around like a little naked cannonball boy, like <laughs> goes for a little swim, and other other boy like has a swimsuit. Yeah, but Bobby, not even yeah. though even though he can like he doesn't even need one because when he's all when he's all like 
sunspotty, like you can't see junk, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. You don't. There's you no ju- no his... junk on the sun. No junk on the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it burns off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. What if the sun had a big old uh, bit of a wang? <laughs> <laughs> just a big what our sun dick. Sun? What if our, our sun dick? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I, it's it's a little ridiculous. No. What I wanted to talk about is. The fact that we have this new mutant <laughs> in New Mutants who crash lands on Earth. We'd seen him sort of teased in the previous arc. Uh, he crash lands on Earth. His name is Warlock. And we learn that his dad made him and his dad's name was Magus or Magus. However, people Ma- want to yeah, the Magus, that. Magus. Oh, but I, I, I have a little bit more I want to say about the naked corn boy. Um, <laughs> okay, put a uh, bit in my thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Uh, you know, there's something kind of nice about this, like, he's this, he's this, you know, this sort of country bumpkin, and Roberto's this, uh, you know, um, Brazilian, sort of Latino, Brazilian, like, I was gonna say, like, Latino machismo sort of guy, and they're, yeah, like, yeah. just hanging out platonic, just, you know, in the nude, nothing, 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 nothing too splishy splashy's going on, it's just two boys, just two boys enjoying their company, uh, um, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah, I like that they're. I like that they're. (laughs) We don't need shirts. We're just boys here. (laughs) No, I like their friendship. It is. It is fun. And I mean, in in the Xavier's notes sections at the very end or whatever that we've gotten a couple of these issues. Oh, I didn't fucking read a. No, I skimmed it. He like he he implies like, oh yes, of course they become friends. They're the only two boys on the team, and it's like, okay, well, it doesn't have to be because they're the boys, but it is sort of like. I don't know. They're they're different enough that their friendship it's is because they fun. they both have that storm energy, right? They're both mm-hmm. just trying to trying Doff to take their, their clothes off. Doff their <laughs> yeah, clothing. yeah, yeah. They're trying to have and the sex, chicks are all have uptight. Have lightning. <laughs> <laughs> all the girls are still uptight and talking about like what the good lord wants, and these boys just want to these boys just want to party in the nude like a couple pagans. <laughs> okay, Man, so the fun. the the thing I wanted to tell you is that. I went looking on the internet and very few people actually talk about it. It's hard. There's no like disambiguation or like weird explanation of anything on the wiki. This warlock and Magus or Magus are entirely canonically unrelated from Adam Warlock and his alternate future evil self Magus. And it seems as though Claremont just liked those characters and named new characters the same names. And that is the weirdest move that I can think of. I I truly do not understand. <laughs> he was trying like, to reclaim it. He was trying to annoying. reclaim it. Uh, and yeah. also, and, and, and on top of that, uh, Sam is calling Roberto uh, Bobby. Yeah. There's another Bobby X-Men. So maybe <laughs> yes, how about we do Berto or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's I don't know. It's really weird. Like, I don't think this is another trademark thing because like it's not like they can't just have Adam Warlock show up again. I mean, I guess I don't know. Maybe at this point in the canon, is he like dead? Is he in the soul? They're probably not doing a lot of like reprints and stuff. I wonder if it's just a just not really in the, you know, uh, it's just a little bit more out of the zeitgeist and out of the culture. I guess it just seems it just seems really crazy. It'd be like, yeah. It'd be like in the MCU, we like introduced new heroes and their name, they were buddies and they fought a lot and their names were Tony and Steve. And it's like, why did we do that? They're not related to like, why did we do that? Like, that's that's the question that I ask when I'm reading this. Reading this I'm like, yeah, 
I just don't understand the fucking logic behind it, but whatever. Yeah, I'm on the, we're on the same page. It's, it was an odd choice. Warlock's a, 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 a data boy. He's made of internet. Made and, of bits. And he looks crazy. I love his art. I love the way he looks. His, like, constantly shifting face. His, like, eyeballs that, like, fly out of position all the time. He's really cool looking. Um, and, yeah, he, he crash lands and he basically doesn't recognize humans as the life on the planet. He thinks they're, like, animals or something not really worthy of attention. And he can, like, sense the, like, Shi'ar computers underneath the mansion and is, like, trying to get to those. He's like, oh, the com- like the life is down there because mm-hmm. he's a computer boy. And I don't know. I, I thought that was that was interesting. And he's running out of, like, energy. And so he keeps, like, transforming trees with some sort of virus into, like, computer trees and then eating them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 an interesting vibe. Uh, and eventually they they use the danger room to uh, make holograms to communicate with him. Um, kind of Star trek It's cool, except I feel like... So the, the tone that's been sort of set up is he's weird and interesting. Um in sort of, you know, he's he doesn't speak language and he although we see talk bubbles or thought bubbles mm-hmm, rather. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um and uh he's drawn all chaosy with just like hard uh, hard penciling that doesn't match the rest of the Yeah, he's a scribble man. He's a scribble man. Um <laughs> and I love all that that's going on, but then him and Professor X shake hands at the very end, and it feels kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, after school especially. Yeah, like, welcome to the team. All right, cool. Fucking whatever. Right. <laughs> especially because the kids were like, uh, hey, Professor, this dude's going to live with us. And he was like, what? That's crazy. Okay, <laughs> I guess. And, and he's still got that mean energy from his legs, right? He's and still so, the mean leg energy. And so in his, in his mind, he, you can hear him thinking like, why the fuck are these kids making decisions without asking me? God damn it. Well, okay. I mean, <laughs> I guess you can stay. But it, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but it is it is odd. I mean, Rain has this moment where she suddenly like empathizes with Warlock, where she's like, look, this guy's lost and he has no idea what's going on. That's kind of how I feel all the time. So if you reject him, you're rejecting me. Uh, it it kind of happens too quickly for me to feel like it has any heft. But um. Yeah, it just it it wraps itself up very neatly, and I guess Warlock's here, hooray! <laughs> and then uh, we don't really see him next issue. We we read the next one. He's like being inspected by Xavier and uh, Moira, um, but but yeah, yeah, which is kind of too bad because you you want to see you want to get some early character growth out of this new character, and he's yeah. interesting. And but I also liked I liked that part of it. It just was a little. Uh, you, I would have liked to have it a few more issues down the road when we had a chance mm-hmm. to know him. Mm-hmm. But him on the like table, the inspect, like he's just being, he's being autopsied, you know, yeah. essentially. Yeah, he's, he's, he's being poked. They're poking him. Yeah. Probed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how about this, this next one? This feels more like a setup issue for stuff to come. But uh, I, I guess... I like I like the time we spend with Sam at the beginning sort of examining he has this line that like is like exactly what Sam's all about where he's training with Kurt and he's trying to get to be able to like essentially change directions really quickly midair while doing his cannonball and 
uh, and he says, I ain't worried about getting hurt. I'm invulnerable when I blast. It's failure. I can't stand. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm invulnerable when I blast. But it's 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 failure. I'm invulnerable. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> yeah. Um. And you know, rain rain walks in, still hot. Like, I guess is she just gonna do the makeup? now forever or what oh, are we yeah doing? she's she's just hot now they thought they would sell more comics because she's hot yeah Which, you mean that's probably what true ish but like it's not like they tried the first time and sort of failed for she's always kind of this like kind of kind of you know shapeless uh, uh short-haired you know she's like they're not they're not trying to sell anything at the beginning uh no. and uh her power turns her into a disgusting half wolf, yeah. you know, uh, with lips with lipstick. With lipsticks, <laughs> it's, it's it's always been hideous. Yes, it's always been a creature that looks like it just wants to die. Am I pretty now, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I like I like this move. So Nightcrawler, uh, you know, seeing her obvious disapproval of him because she thinks he's a fucking evil demon. While uh, she's in her hideous wolf shape, because she's scared of him, so she doesn't, so she wants to get all, she wants to look like a wolf to be more scary and like, yeah, fighty. But then to see this wolf be like, this guy, I don't like how he's blue, and and he's like, you look like a fucking deep sea creature. <laughs> but I like, I like this weird move. Kurt's like, you know what's gonna get her? I'm gonna put us all in clown holograms. I'm gonna put clown holograms <laughs> trick, oh and then they're gosh. all clowns for a second. And he acts like he's Sam and goes and dances with her. And then and she like falls in love with Sam Clown. <laughs> and then he tricks her. Wait, 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 wait. Clown and ball. <laughs> clown oh, and ball. clown and ball's good. Stop. <laughs> Stop. No. Uh but he reveals that he's actually been Kurt as if to sort of make a point. And she says, if you're not a demon. Then all I've been taught since I was born, perhaps even the good book itself, is false. And she runs out of the room. So I guess all it took for her to doubt God was a clown man. Yeah. <laughs> One blue furry guy dressed as a clown man in a world full of fucking mutants. Like, are you serious? And now she's like, was Jesus real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the, the rest of the issue, she keeps trying to like find people to talk to but they're all too busy for her uh and so she ends i would up... be too if she's if this would be so this would be such a fucking drag to be around you're at you're at hogwarts right and there's this wizard girl who's just like this isn't what jesus likes you'd be you would be Stop. over it so fucking fast that's so funny the biggest the biggest douche chill of all time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So she ends up alone sort of writing a fairy tale story. I guess she writes stories when she's alone. Um, and, you know, it's got a hot prince and an evil sorceress. And the end of the issue sort of implies maybe there'll be that'll be important somehow next next uh, next issue. Um, 
also there's the, the love that she's also super boring like in her fantasies like, <laughs> she just sucks she, uh, she's also a shitty writer and, like writing awful awful writing writing awful like what do you call it uh was what was the one before wordpress well whatever oh. the joke's ruined oh, some wattpad <laughs> yes wattpad <laughs> oh, wow. oh fuck oh, yeah no. the only other thing i want to mention about this issue because we can't walk past it is that we get a tease at I guess the villain coming up Celine uh, who is the spooky woman who arrives in town and is immediately taken to the Hellfire Club mm-hmm. and we see the Hellfire Club and we get this bit of dialogue with Sebastian Shaw and like this new new recruit who doesn't like the dress code and he essentially is like no we're wearing this old Victorian clothing because it's a symbol of how much we hate modern times and all their bad ethics. And it, it was just like some sort of really intense take about why they dress up like fancy boys. Uh, <laughs> and I I kind of I kind of dug it in like a horrible way. In a like, mustache twirly kind of way. He's like, he can't just be like, I'm a fancy man. What do you like? You're going to try and stop me? Because I'll tell you what right now, nobody in the on earth can punch as hard as I can punch. So I'm going to dress how I like. You're, and he's like, no, I I know I know what'll get these guys. A speech. A monologue. <laughs> no, we dress like this because those liberals don't. <laughs> the libs want, the libs don't like it. Yeah, that's what he says. He's like, the liberals don't yeah. want you to. Don't want you to make your bed anymore. The, li- the liberals don't want you to wear fucking fancy clothes anymore because it means you have money and that's racist. He's basically Jordan Peterson. Yes. Oh, uh, Jordan Peterson would be a member of the Hellfire Club. Are you serious? Well, absolutely. Yeah, if they would let him, he sucks. But <laughs> he sucks too much for the Hellfire Club. Ugh. I said it here, and you can and you can tweet that. You can tweet that. (laughs) They wouldn't let Jordan Peterson in the Hellfire Club. (laughs) My doctor wife says that we have to wear these old time. It prevents unsightly wetness. Uh, This is is sort of a side note, but as we get closer to uh, to the uh, to the years, the overlap years of what we're reading and then the the presented years in uh, in Stranger Things. This is, oh, this yeah. is a, just a fucking, this is a nothing observation, but I think it's funny. Yeah. Um, right. Their, uh, their, their second, their, their edgy teen D&D club is called the Hellfire Club. Yes. Uh, on the Stranger Things. Uh, yep. Yes. I'm on the Stranger pretty things. confident. I'm pretty <laughs> confident by the time we get to that point, the Hellfire Club is still going to be pretty fucking lame and not yes. something you would want to like, pret- yes. like, I know they're just going for cool <laughs> X-Men reference because X-Men is cool in the future. Uh-huh. But I don't think the Hellfire Club is cool right now. I don't. I don't think it were though. I think. I don't think they're going for an X Men reference. I think they're just yeah. going for like an edgy. I like Metallica reference. No, but it's an X Men reference, but it, that's it's okay. Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, there's multiple X Men references in the show already, but also like that's what the Hellfire Club is. That's not. That's not a coincidence. That would be like accidentally naming your different club. Uh, you know, Hogwarts. Uh, Hogwarts. <laughs> no, this is, a di- this is a different Hogwarts. <laughs> Nothing to do. Nothing to do with the other one. Okay. Should we talk about the ending of that, of this Thor thing we've been doing? We finished it. We got through the Odin falls down thing. a hole? 
Odin falls down a hole. Odin yeah. falls down the hole. <laughs> uh, I hated him. I still hate him. Yeah. I want to yeah. like him. I want to like him, but it's just too much nothing and too much dialogue making me read it to be nothing. There's so it's much too dialogue much words for all the nothing. <laughs> <sighs> There's a lot of dialogue. I like the art. I mean, consistently in it's good art. It's stuff, pretty in the in the Simons and Thor. It's pretty cool art. Um, I I love how nasty Bill is. His nasty mouth is amazing. Uh, Beta Ray Bill, definitely the best thing to come out of this run. But like, I don't know. There's there's something kind of fun and stylish about like the the use of the like sound effects words. They're always huge and in your yeah. face. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were great. The that all is dope. It's just the story and the dialogue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I think my favorite my favorite one. There's a panel. So there's there's two favorite things that are like sound effect related. Uh, there's a whole there's a whole panel with just the word blam in it with about thirty M's that wrap onto multiple lines, <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh. Blam. But then there is. There's a moment. So Surtur manages to to best Odin after their fight by summoning like the winter from before creation. This is this is the winter that came out of the the cask of ancient ancient winter. Uh, I guess this is you know there was like a you know cold and flame sort of primordial forces before even Asgard before Odin etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And he's calling forth the the you know the elemental force of cold to freeze Odin in place. And Odin gets his own panel after being froze, frozen in a in a big orb and he says Blixbiggle Gramp and <laughs> i guess that's supposed to be his like unintelligible mumbling from inside the ice but Blixbiggle Gramp is written out <laughs> and specific and it's too specific for me to not just like stare at for too long um just trying to imagine Odin saying Blixbiggle um but yeah, I don't know. There's not much. There's not much to say. They win. There's a lot of fighting, and they win. They yeah. win. Um. Oh, one more. One more little dunk. Uh, Reed Richards has this idea. He's like, "Oh, so the warp gate where all the demons are coming in to fight us on Earth. I think I know how it works. So, Bill, if you can get me to the machinery, I think." I've done a lot of calculations. I think I could stop it. And when we finally do, we get him there. They clear out all the, the the demons. They make a, you know, they make a path. They get him in there. And Reed goes, yes, finally. And his incredible calculations have revealed that the way to turn it off is the large red button on it. <laughs> it <laughs> it's just, it's just so bad in so I, many I just ways. fucking can't. <laughs> I this should this should not have been I mean I get I get that they were trying to make it like big and exciting or whatever this is a culmination of a lot of issues but like the the fact that we like what are the various things we cut between we cut between Bill uh and his forces we cut between uh we cut over to Sif who is separate and doing different stuff on earth we've got a pointless plot with Frigga and a bunch of Asgardian kids fighting a troll <laughs> on a bridge that is the lowest stakes thing to possibly cut away from a giant demon fight with. We've got the demon fight with Surtur. Am I missing anything? There's like something I it's sometimes and in past issues we've cut away to like Balder and the and the Norn Queen 
and like I just it's too much it's too much yeah yeah I I can't follow those things I can't care about all those things simultaneously maybe it works in a movie definitely not on the page like this but yeah so we, we did it for all you people who were like silence and Thor and you know I don't know. Nobody literally did did that, but I'm sure there's a lot of people who who fucking love this, and they're all older than us. Uh, sorry, sorry, but we did read this. You're welcome. <laughs> We're now going to back away from Thor for the foreseeable future. Uh, yes, and... I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> That's the plan. But I know it. Speaking of foreseeable future, I know what's coming in our immediate future. Mm. Shane. Oh. 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 Hello and welcome! Uh, welcome to this week's Fuck Mary Kill. Where we have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is the one. My friends, we are fast approaching an episode number that I have been waiting for for a long time. Mm, yes. Um, and I think that when we reach that day, we shall have a very fun fuck Mary kill party but that day is not today today we <laughs> have today. serious today we have serious work to do okay um first off we got to talk about naked samuel please. oh no can we please talk <laughs> about naked samuel we right? can talk about him naked samuel's number one uh second off can we please talk about clowns can we can we please talk about two <laughs> just the concept two, of clown? <laughs> two clown holograms? All right. Can we yeah. please talk about two clown holograms? And last but not least, we have to throw him in here because he has not been a character yet. Let's talk about Warlock. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Wow. wow. All right. Serious so initial, serious my... responses only. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm being serious. Yeah, I like these. These are three. These are three good ones because this is nobody I really want to kill. Um, no, uh, but I will say I, I think for the fuck, I think you got to go for the clowns. You got to go for Kurt and Sam as clowns. Look for that's two for one, and it's a weird you're, fucking night. You're a clown Look. fucker. You're a clown fucker, Rory. <laughs> it's, it's Nightcrawler and Cannibal. I get to fuck them both, and they're and they're dressed up and they're in party suits, ready to play. Yeah, why Look. not? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna yuck anybody's clown there. yums. Look, Look do they feel like the clowns, Look, or do they feel like who they really are? I think they feel like who they really are. It's just holograms, and 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 it's not my preferred role play scenario. <laughs> um, but if you had the opportunity, if you were, if you were, you were, you were presented with uh, with sexual congress with not just Nightcrawler but also Cannonball, and they were like, "Look, we're into some weird shit." You wouldn't play ball a little bit, Shane? Come the fuck on. <laughs> Come yeah, not, the, on. not the first time they're like Listen, they're like gonna bear their bear their kinks to you and go like uh, look we're into this please join <laughs> absolutely are you kidding <laughs> yeah, thank you without we without hesitation we are clown positive in this household <laughs> <laughs> when you when you fuck them do, do you do you like hear a faint like I I'm I'm we so all get I'm in the so car. We do our we do our own like clown style bait bus. Oh no! <laughs> so where uh, you fuck the clowns? Yeah. Now 
it's sort of we're sort of double tapping on on Cannonball because he exists in, in two in two locations on this. Mm, uh-huh, but uh-huh. one is naked hot Cannonball, and the other one he's a clown. I, one's a clown, yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't really want to kill anybody, but there is a hot wet. There's a hot wet naked Cannonball, which I if 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 the marriage if the marriage if I'm marrying that sort of slice of his existence, and he's just always hot and wet and kind of. And kind of just wholesome and wants to hang with his friends and be hot mm-hmm. and wet together. Naked. You gotta marry that energy. Yeah, you gotta marry it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that take, Rory. I like that take of marrying the hot, <laughs> the hot, wet, masculine energy. I like that. <laughs> In a not gay way, obviously. <laughs> it's obviously so not, like... super not gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I respect that. I have to say that I also will marry. Lake Cannonball. Um, <laughs> that's absolutely happening. Ooh, that is Lake the, Sam. Yeah, he's he does. He's got he's got Lake House energy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's yes. the cor- that's the correct move. You marry him. I will change the others though, uh, because I want to have one night with the internet. The man of <laughs> the, the man of bits and boops. The man of the man of the uh, the the oh. you know the hard drive. The hardest drive. Um, <laughs> Warlock can turn you into computer. data person. He can turn you into computer. He can turn you into a Digimon. Yeah. So he can <laughs> he can turn me into a Digimon. two for one, baby. Now I get to be Gobblemon like I always wanted. You know what? I can, I can be Gobblemon and fucks. Look, <laughs> sex is great, but I've always felt something missing, and it's that I haven't been Gobblemon during <laughs> 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 yeah, so that's what we're doing there. No more questions, no more info. Uh and then and then we got to we got to kill we got to kill the clowns. I'm not I'm not down for the clowns. Not down for the clowns. So I kill them. Sorry. They're just holograms. Um and the only hologram die. So Are they just holograms? I thought I thought Kurt was like wearing the hologram. Well, I'm I'm imagining that they play act and then the hologram dies a grisly death, but then they just get up and they're fine afterwards. No, uh, yeah. No, I get that you don't have to kill real people. You want to kill the clown <laughs> holograms. Um, I guess I was curious if I misread the issue um, and I would not be having sex with Kurt Cannibal, but just no, two no, hologram no. clowns. Just, no, the, just, just, just two <laughs> hologram clowns. No, the hologram no, clowns are. were around them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they 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 were they vored them. Yes, <laughs> you're wearing they're wearing clown suits. Tell us, Shane, you have a duty. That's the right answer. I, <laughs> I feel check like, our work. I feel like, <laughs> let me get my red pen out. Um, <laughs> see me after class. See me after class, naked cannonball. Uh, I feel like they're as long as you don't kill the clowns or cannonball, you get cannonball twice. Yeah. Yeah. You get you get double balls. <laughs> I like that. I like how that feels. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I I don't want to be turned into data. I don't. Okay. Right? And I also Each to don't their own. Each I don't want Warlock own. to like use his weird booby tentacle to like turn all my stuff into data and like suck its life force out. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I kill him. Okay. I un I unplug him. I 
fuck naked Sam and I marry them. You marry the clowns? I marry the clowns because I get both of them. Wow. Yeah. I want both Nightcrawler and Sam. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but that's always clowns. clowns. I mean, yes, they are technically always clowns, but I know that underneath (laughs) it's Nightcrawler and Sam. And they yeah, and he can, but I know it's the hot blue boy. He can yeah, bamf you all the way to victory. He can he can bamf me. They'll they're like they're, dirty images of us will end up on Twitter. <laughs> It'll be great. Yes. Oh my god. Oh, and you become and you become immortal too while cannonball while you're touching cannonball in flight. <gasps> sex. That's right. When you when he blasts off, we all become <laughs> invulnerable, so we can like. He can blast us through buildings at the same time. That's really fun. And you can go real, and you can go even harder into the paint, and with no no possibility yeah. of of injury. You can't injure wow. yourself while oh, you're you like, having. You like being an exhibitionist? How about this? <laughs> How about this, baby? <laughs> oh my god! It's my clown, and he goes all day. <laughs> my living <All> right. room. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all. That has been issue number 65 that you just listened to with your ears today of the Infinite Backlog, (laughs) which is the podcast that you all love. And it's about Marvel comics. And we talked about a lot of comics today. And the last thing I want you to know is don't forget, we are all invulnerable when we blast. And goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Okay, what do we do a podcast? <laughs> Let's get in there. I can't anymore. This is the podcast. No, it's not. No. You have eight minutes of content. Cut it into a 30-minute episode. Add in ads and get how do money. You think? How do you think <laughs> this works? <laughs> Don't you add a bunch of like sound effects? So you take like 20 seconds of talking and then there's like yeah, a it's, four-minute. It's a, our podcast is actually <laughs> Shock Jock Radio. Let me talk to you. I got a new mattress this week, you guys. Can I tell you about it? Is it is it a <laughs> is, it, is it lumen leaf? It's a, is it a Roman. Is it a Roman a mattress? Casper. Yeah, it's a Casper purple lumen leaf mattress. <laughs> yes, it's a patchwork quilt is of mattress, mattress eye. Uh, is it a blue apron mattress? <laughs> lettuce uh, made from lettuce. Yeah, blue, it's a blue I apron sleep in a giant cabbage. <laughs> it's a it's a blue apron cabbage mattress. <laughs> cabbage mattress. <laughs> <laughs>